Radio Shack. Okay. What? The 80s called. Welcome to the Coco Nation, the world's first live and interactive talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer and its hardware cousins. Hello, everybody. And that's the show for today. See you later. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, welcome to episode 301 of the Coco Nation show. Uh, let's see. Let's see who we got with us today here. Uh, first up, we got Patrick Euland. Howdy, folks. And next up, uh, yours truly. And we have Ken Waters over on the right-hand side. Hello, everybody. Okay. And next we got Sloopy Malibu. Greetings. And then we got the music man, Brian Shoebring. Hello, hello, hello. I actually have to drop off uh, at the moment. <laughs> Something came up. Okay. So stop wow. by, say hi, hi. and bye. Hi. Bye-bye. <laughs> Take care, guys. Sorry about dropping. It's all right. Hit and run. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ron Delvo. Hey. Hopefully, I don't have to leave either. But you <laughs> never know. <laughs> uh, okay. As the board rearranges on me, uh, Jason Reichard. Hello, hello, and uh, welcome everyone to this uh, this week's meeting of the Diet Dr. Pepper uh, Pepper uh, Appreciation Society. And last but not least, Alan Murphy. I'm so glad to see by Dr. Pepper. It sounds uh, terrible. I don't know what happened to your microphone. <laughs> it sounds like your mic went into your drink. <laughs> into the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds Dr. Pepper riffing. Okay, let's see. Well, we have no host topic, no news. Yes. Okay, not much of anything. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> oh, David Ladd blew out the mic? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Howdy, everyone. I think it's a common, common occurrence for David Ladd to blow out the mic. <laughs> and we're going to leave that right where it sits. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Who's in chat? Oh, I don't know. Is anybody in chat? Let's see. Oh, I see Kevin Holloway, Tom Eric Gunderson, uh, Mark Siegel, Rob Inman, Sixie. Who else we got up in here? Uh, La, La Coco Strandango. The La Coco Strangiato. Yeah. There it is, Strandango. Hey, leave it to me to mangle a name. Oh, uh, George Cuff. Hello. Let's see. No grown-ups on the panel today. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
This is what happens when we're left to our own devices. That's right. All, all the adults have left. Oh, Wait, we had adults on this show? Uh, they were trying. Was. All right. Yeah, lots of folks out there. So what's the opposite of adult swim? Treehouse? Mm. Child <laughs> sink. Is this the uh, meeting? Is drowning. Is this the meeting of the uh, the Coco Juvenile delinquents? Mm-hmm. It is yeah. Get your water wings out, everyone. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mark, do you feel this? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Are, are we are we not meeting our Canadian like, content what? requirement? <laughs> we, we, have, we have one Canadian. I yeah, I'm right here, there. So. And we're we're meeting our Canadian content requirement right there. Yeah, so we we meet the uh, Canadian standards. So this show can be broadcast in Canada. We have one Canadian, so we're not nationalists. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Any project updates? I got an acquisition. Okay. Go. Show us your acquisition. We're thirsty. Geez, I didn't even make any co-hosts. I got a white box. Ooh, delicious. Is the SD card full of stuff already? Uh, No, I... I have not made an SD card for it because I'm a hardware guy, so I've already opened it. And... (laughs) Broke it. Tell us, yes, tell us the best part. Yep, I've already opened it and broke it. And true hardware guy. Yep. <laughs> well, at least you're being thorough. And I didn't even burn my hair. So uh, when it came to you, it didn't have bodge wires, did it? Uh, kludge wires. Yeah. Sorry, I don't do bodge wires. I do oh. wires. All right. This is a different guy or what? Uh, no, it's just that it seems that everyone that I've known that has gotten into hardware before the before about 2008 has called them kludge wires, and everyone who's gotten into hardware after 2008 seems to call them bodge wires. And that's what it looks like on the inside. Where, where's the broke part? Broke part's here on the case. Oh, heck. It's an open case. We're trying to find out the details. <laughs> Jeez, but Snoopy, now, Snoopy will crack the case. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, and I'm sure there's 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 some some people know what this is, and there's probably some people that are wondering what is that. And what this is is an MCX32. It is a cartridge that goes on the MC10. And if you want any more uh, details on it, uh, ask Ken because. I just know that I wanted SD one card in it. It supports the MC protocol to um, the either the MC server program or uh, Mikey's drive wire, uh, Pi drive wire, and MC works kind of like drive wire does. Uh, but you can do whole paths to things, and uh, rather than just accessing disk images, so MCX basic has been updated to 3.1 on the MCX32 from the earlier version that was in the MCX128. So uh, it's not as much memory, 
but there wasn't a lot of programs that used the full 128 anyway. But you get the SD card and you get an updated uh, MCX Basic in, in that particular cartridge that Sloopy has. So it's yeah, cool. what Alan said. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> and, and just like the MCX 128, if you plug that into the back of your MC10, it does it does also serve as a uh, a bookend if you'd like. It does actually the, the 16k expander works for the bookend too. Does that uh, fit in the back of a Sinclair? Uh, it, it just doesn't work. <laughs> if you press hard enough, yes. So, uh, in the chat, uh, Chris, uh, dry, dury, duris, uh, duris. Thank you. Me and names, I'm, we do not get along. He's asking if uh, anybody's got a uh, pre good pre-made SD cards for the uh, MCX. Does is there one on the archive like there is for the um, Coco SDC? I believe you have to build it, don't you? Honestly, yeah, I haven't seen a pre-made one. No, but basically no. you just get Jim Gary's repo um, off of Git, clone it somewhere, and copy that onto the SD card, and you have everything. <laughs> Send me a Coco 2 and I'll send you a uh, card in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have enough of them already? Yes, I do. <clears throat> yeah, I have to find an SD card for it. Because I have Especially all nowadays. <laughs> I have all I have all micro SD cards. I mean right. and, and even, even like even my micro SD card. You can get an adapter, but then the card's so big that what are you going to do with it? I need a two gig card. You can't get those. And in the chat, Mark Overhoser checked in with us. He's on an airplane. Oh. Using his cell phone to see if it'll bring the plane down. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, great. He's leaving on a jet plane, everyone. There's and a reason Jim why. Ryan's joined us as well. They have a re There's a reason why they have airplane modes on phones. I try. I tried that once. My phone did not fly. It fell right to the ground. Yeah. What a bump! Imagine that. Why, Whoever... Jim? How you doing? Not bad. How's things? Uh, it'd be Good better so once we get once we get through this fifth <laughs> of Jack. <laughs> yeah, Jack <laughs> Crown music, anything Ooh, like that. Yeah. That sounds really good. I prefer to go with uh, Crack and Black. So, uh, we fax. Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh darn yeah. lot of coffee. <laughs> hey, we fax just so you can drink. Gotcha. Ah, that's why we put it in the ticker. Uh, let's see. Let, how about, uh, any other, uh, project updates? I do have a question for the room here. Okay. So we've had bodge wires and kludge wires. What are these wires? <laughs> oh, the little the little jump jump pegs? Here's my here's my latest project, and once again, it is hooked up to a bunch of test crap because it doesn't work right. Um, but I had to actually go so far as to tack solder wires onto traces to get out to my sample tracer. So what do you call those wires? <laughs> Jumpers. Yeah. But no, yeah. Tell me about wire. that uh, multi-pack. I don't recognize it. Oh, that's me. I'm because you can't buy a multi-pack anymore. I'm trying to quick make one until the Atmel chips come back. 
Uh, yeah. but it's not working looks... properly, and uh, my my latch doesn't latch for reasons. You can probably I talk to Ed Snyder. He has some experience. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm sure it's it's a stupid error on my part. I just have to find out where it is. Did you make smoke it's, yet? Uh, not on this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Another <I> was, ones. <laughs> I was noticing that somebody posted up on the archive the. Uh, uh, algorithms for the pal. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's the guy, Pedro? The, the the guy that's on his uh, Jesus. My name recognition is horrible. The guy on the boat right now, Pedro Pena. Okay. His, his he did the uh, a multi pack project. It's free. You know the the eagle and everything's on on his. Okay. On the Cuban coffee um, GitHub site. And you can make your own multi-pack. I, I just wanted to make one cheap and quick. So if you need a multi-pack, you can get one. Can you and, still get the, the PAL blanks? You what? This one's using a 16V8 PAL to program it. Otherwise, I'm thinking of the dip pins, the dip versions. Oh, the dip versions? You can use a 16V8. It, has, it is uh, general enough that it can be programmed to fit the socket that's on the tank. So that will work fine. The the twenty pin dip, sixteen V eight, with the fuse map that's in the Cuban coffee thing will work. So you can upgrade your multi pack from his fuse map and just plug it in. I've done it. It's cool because I burned up the uh, the pal in my large multi pack in that recent power supply escapade, and I had to upgrade a new pal. Um, and that's the one I used, and it worked just fine. So. Hmm. Okay. Congratulations. Um, there, dead again. Anyway, that's what I did all week besides solder keyboards. There was a rumor I was out of keyboards, so. So you got keyboards ready to go? So I made a pile of them. Yes. <laughs> and I should have more, but FedEx really scrambled my order and turned my address into some kind of gibberish and tried to return my package to China and been a great week so yeah you only got a month and a half to get those keyboards ready for coco fest exactly <laughs> I've, got, I've got the multi-pack the keyboards the cocoa needs work i need to work on the www program i need another couple of months before okay. the couple of months. Of more projects um did you get a pm about the melty keyboard for the melty keyboard key fix Yes, yes, I'm, I'm getting the last one that I don't have that I know I don't have should be coming my way. Another cool. Well, that makes two, two kinds of melties, a chiclet, and two full travels. And if there's a sixth kind of keyboard, someone please let us know. <laughs> okay. Oh, let's see. Ken. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um, shall we do some game on results? I guess we could do some game on results. Ooh, early. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me push the button.
That's what she said. <laughs> Welcome to the Coco Nation Game On Challenge of the Week results video. This week we played Donkey Monkey and we had 14 participants. Mark B with 2100, Ed Yay! Rhodes 3200, <laughs> Sloopy Malibu 7500, Sabhead 7700, <laughs> Pedro Pena 8600, Mr. Dave 6309 9700, Jim Rye 14800, Canadian Retro Things 16400, Rich N 19500, Shen Lee, 25,300. Buck Owens and L. Curtis Boyle were tied for third place with 31,400. David Craker, 33,600. And the number one score this week for Donkey Monkey was Brian Walsh with 1,001,800. Wow. Congratulations, wow. Brian Walsh, and everybody else that played this week. We'll see you That's again next weekend. <laughs> That's someone Incredible. with a lot of patience. <laughs> so wow. Yeah. He Brian, didn't break he didn't break a jillion. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh he told well on the um live show he was saying that uh he played it for nine hours over three days. So there's actually a spot in the game on the uh, elevator screen where you can hide Luigi and you can sit there forever because there's no time limit. So you can just stick him there and go off and go to bed, get up the next day and continue playing. Which I am assuming the person in Rainbow January... uh, What is that? That's January 1985, I think. Had a score of 2,116,200. So I'm going to guess they used the trick of hiding or they played it for like 18 to 20 hours straight. Wow. <laughs> See, everyone else in that list has already cracked a million. Yeah. So once you figure out the game, it doesn't get any harder as it cycles through. So once you figure out how to beat the levels, it's, uh, yeah. Pretty easy to just continue on. Endurance. And if you can pause and cook at dinner and come back, yeah, you could just yeah. roll it as hard as you want. That, so, so at least they're plausible scores. Wow. Yeah, pl- definitely plausible scores. It's neat that your yellow p- pen worked on the yellow background. <laughs> <laughs> and let's see i have a couple of uh reviews of the game here one is from january 1983 of rainbow and uh basically this one um just talks about how it's uh simpler to play more suitable for younger children even though uh i did find it quite frustrating to play at the beginning um Mario moves faster. They did actually misname him there because in the instructions, they call him Luigi. But this reviewer just went with Mario because that's in the original Donkey Kong. And um, this uh, guy complained about the music interlude between the um, uh, between the screens, that it was just a little bit too long. 
especially since apparently in the uh, test copy that was given out at the beginning, you couldn't skip the music. So he said it was kind of driving him a little nuts that you had to sit through the entire musical thing every time. And then we have uh, Color Computer News from March of 1983. Um, basically saying that this is an easier version of Donkey Kong and recommends it to occasional players who don't want to feel the original gut-rending frustration of the difficulty of it. And he does point out that he's called Luigi in this game. And uh, also thought that the music initially was cute, but tended to wear on the nerves <laughs> after a while, which I will completely agree with. And um, he gives the little cheat here about how you can run and jump over the rivets on the rivet screens and pull back on the joystick so that you turn around in midair and go back to the point where you took off from so you can trap the fireballs on the other side of the rivets. And apparently, I had, didn't see anybody do it, but he said there's a bug that if you jump just right, you can jump right in front of the ape without dying. So that would have been... I didn't see that. No, I never saw that. I don't think anybody even tried it. I ran into the ape a lot and died, but... Yeah, yeah they killed me quite a few times. <laughs> and then there's another bug on the elevator screen that you can jump from the uh, top all the way down when the elevator car is on the bottom and survive if you jump just right. So I don't never saw anybody try that either. So yeah, I think this guy was smoking something. <laughs> and uh, after playing it for a while, it uh, gets to the point where people can easily tie it up the game for quite some time, especially his kids talks about. And uh, everybody began to outgrow the program after just a few hours of playing. Once they basically figured out the ways to beat each screen. And those were the reviews I could find. So, does anybody have any tips or tricks for this game that they discovered? Anybody? Bueller? I know Bueller? how to die. <laughs> Be very patient. In the yeah. scoreboard. In the first, uh, the in the rivet level, the only uh, real thing that I uh, could come up with was complete complete the board as quickly as possible. Yeah. Try and trap all the fireballs on the sides, and then you can stay in the middle, and you can do that little jumping and then turning around in midair thing to make sure you stay in the middle and the fireballs stay on the outside. And then on the uh, <clears throat> elevator screen... You actually don't need to collect any of the stuff along the side. You can just run up and complete the screen quickly. Yeah, jump but, over a couple barrels and get off of it. But don't you get good points for those things? Yeah, it's a risk reward thing. I don't think the points are really worth the uh, reward. You just get a couple hundred points for each of them, which is basically the same amount you get for jumping over a couple of barrels. So. Was there a bonus for finishing each board? I forget. Um, no, I don't think so. I think the the you get the most the most points are to be um, gained on the rivets uh, screen, where if you capture the fireballs on the sides, you can grab the fire extinguisher 
and run right over to where an open rivet is and just spray them on the other side and kill them all. Oh, okay. That's probably the quickest way to gain some points. Yeah, but just be careful because you... The, yeah, the, don't get too close because it's easy to fall. Yeah, the fire extinguisher. If the fire extinguisher goes over the hole of the rivet, then you fall down. Yep. Because yep. apparently it's a really heavy fire extinguisher and Luigi just tips down through the hole. Yeah, <laughs> it evidently has a um, a little strut on a wheel in front of it that holds the front end of it. And as soon as that wheel goes over the hole, it pulls you right down. It's a fire <laughs> extinguisher and a wheelbarrow. Is that why I kept dying? Yep. And the, and the fire reason. extinguisher also uh, increases the size of your hitbox. So if the fireball hits the fire extinguisher, you die. Apparently, if they light the fire extinguisher on fire, it must explode in your face and kill you. Yeah, the, the fire extinguisher was made in the UK. <laughs> and just so you know, all those people from the UK that were offended by that, that wasn't an insult to the UK. That was a callback to the IT crowd. <laughs> I guess I'll just put this fire over next to the other fire. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. So, um, yeah, Donkey Monkey, it says it's better for uh, younger kids, but I don't know if it really is because I found it to be quite a frustrating uh, game. Well, it's kids younger than us. Yeah. Might be good for punishing your kids. Yeah. yeah, you're you're gonna sit there and you're gonna play Donkey Monkey for two hours. No, <laughs> but I don't want to play just one game, Daddy. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, for once you figure it out, it's not a hard game. It's not nearly as frustrating. Just to know that you got to know that the fireballs are relentless and they will just come straight for you. And they're not it, easy to jump over. How does it compare to other uh, Donkey Kong uh, clones? Um, it's definitely not nearly as true to the other uh, Donkey Kong clones because it does mix up the second screen there. I mean, the rivet screen's pretty much the same, except you actually have a lot more fireballs on the screen than other versions. Usually, I think there's just four. In this one, you get six. And there's only two screens. Yeah, and there's only two screens, so. Yeah, because it seems way different than that uh, one made by Sockmaster. Well, that would be because the one made by Sockmaster is <laughs> the real arcade game. Well, still, it's way different than that one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so. And right. then the other game that we were playing was Popstar Pilot, which we, this was the first week for that, so we got one more week of Popstar Pilot, and so, yay! Does, does anybody have anything to say about Popstar Pilot? Read the instructions so you know what each of the balloons do. Yeah, it's complicated. I enjoy the game; it's a fun game. Yep. Uh, and Pop uh, is so good. Hoppy. We got to talk to the um. We got to talk to the uh, guy who made that game and see if he can add some uh, landing gear for the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Pop as many green balloons as you can. Yes. Yeah. Green balloons. Yes. Yes, that's it, Sloopy. Just so that they can't get as good of a score. You want to avoid the red and the white. Avoid the red and the white. Pop all the green ones. Well, yeah, that sounds about right. Or yeah. read the instructions. And then you'll know that Sloopy's full of it. Nah, you don't say. 
Instructions? Who reads those? <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess does anybody have tips or tricks other than read the instructions on Popstar Pilot and don't nope. try to land your plane because you've got no landing gear? Don't Shoot die. the little sign so you don't have to go back to the very beginning every time you die. That's how you get your checkpoints. Wait, you can actually, th- there's signs that you can get to? <laughs> yeah, I learned that from <laughs> Curtis. I, I even heard that there was more than one level. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know about that. Yeah, and to get to the last level, you have to collect 25 coins. <laughs> I don't know how you collect coins or anything. or You shoot them. How many levels there are, but... There's five levels, and uh, the coins appear throughout the uh, levels to be one of the things you can shoot. And watch your fuel gauge. You have to uh, shoot fuel bar- uh, barrels to uh, get fuel. Oh, if you see a little heart, that's a free life, but you have to shoot it. Don't try to pick it up. I learned that the heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's why we need the landing gear, because you're not supposed to shoot the fuel. You need to load the fuel. <laughs> Somehow, uh, when you shoot it, though, it must it explodes and lands perfectly in your gas tank. And for those of you that uh, that are uh, incapable of, of reading or blind or whatever, this coming Thursday at 8.30 p.m., we will have a dramatic reading of the instructions for Popstar Pilot by our very own Mark B. We will? Yes, we will. Yes. And all the mispronunciations. It may be a real... It may be a real Mark B, or it may be a real faux Mark B, but it will be a Mark B of some type. All right. As long as there's words that are mispronounced, we'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Oh, it's all written in Australian, so. Oh, crikey! Well, you're going to have to hold the book upside down then. (laughs) Oh, then Jason, you're going to have to be there because, from what I understand, your your Australian translations are pretty good. I I just I just spin it around. Wow. All right, Sloopy, shall we talk about the uh, live show that we had this week? Well, I saw some footage from it. Yes, you can. Okay. You can you, you can talk, talk about, about it. it. I'll show the you footage. You can talk about it all you want. <laughs> How about you You talk about it? There we go. If I must. Jason's making a mess. <laughs> he just got hit by his ukulele. Yeah, yeah this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> yeah, how about we just name you, rename you El Cabong? So, here we are playing our games. Well, some of us. Uh, we had a pretty good turnout. We had up to six people playing. Uh, not all at once. Uh, five people playing at once, but six people total came to play. And uh, fun was had by some some people. Not anyone here, but somewhere else, somewhere in the world, someone was having fun. Fun was had by the people that didn't play Donkey Monkey. Right. And that goes without saying. I learned a lot of new words by all the people playing uh, Donkey Monkey, especially the Canadians. (laughs) Wow. I did not know that they could come up with some serious words. Didn't know they had that many words in their language. Yeah. I thought it was like like Hawaiian, where they only have 12 letters in their whole alphabet. So so the, the, the Canadians really came through and it was quite impressive. But they have 27 <laughs> words for maple syrup. <laughs> 27. Are you kidding? We have like 172 words for maple syrup. There, there's more than 27. 27 <laughs> commonly used. 
than another hundred uh, variations by region. So, so what point are the balloons shooting back at you? They well, aren't. Don't give him ideas. Yeah, don't give him ideas. He, he but may... they're very solid balloons, and they can take your airplane down if you hit one. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, this, this, this is like that. Are there are there are there any of those uh, those can, uh, Australian spy balloons? Then they and must they all be Australian down. spy balloons. Will be. Definitely not cheap Chinese ones. <laughs> so, but yes, uh, it was it was a pretty enjoyable game. Um, we uh, had a few people. Uh, um, that uh we're able to score pretty well on uh donkey monkey especially that brian walsh guy that i heard got a uh, high score that's obscene he was uh, he scored i think like 70 or eighty thousand on the show and he also only played one game during the entire show <laughs> whereas the rest of us played many <laughs> so I suggest everyone come and join us next week on the show and play where we'll be playing pop star pilot again, which is a pretty fun game. And we will be playing. Well, we, and we also might have a uh, drop in from the author of pop star pilot. Oh yeah. Well, he's going to try and drop in, but he usually does try to drop in. Yeah. Crikey. And you missed your cue. You were supposed to say oh. another great cocoa bean. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, sure. It's another great. It's another great Dragon Thirty Two game. Oh, cool! <laughs> now we know more more stuff. Burn the witch. Why are we burning the witch? That that would be you because you showed a Commodore mug on the stream. Oh, that's from the stream. <laughs> Okay, well, I have no idea what you're talking about. You, you had to be there. You you showed a uh, chicken lips uh, glass on the stream. You I witch! Don't know what you're talking about. I don't. <laughs> There's proof on the stream. That's crazy talk. <laughs> it was edited. Oh, <laughs> it was edited out. Oh, is it a, is it a deep fake? It's yeah. automatically anything that's uh, where you show Commodore stuff. Is automatically I was, edited out. I was showing my my MCX thirty two, and they edited a a uh, a blasphemous glass into my hand. <laughs> See, I was showing this. See how it's like looks the same except for the glass. That's because they edited it in. Because <laughs> some of those uh, video editor type people, I'm not naming. Yeah, them, GPT but, is out of control. But his uh, mm. initials are Ken Waters. Yeah. And it was ChatGPT. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good excuse. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, <laughs> Bing Sydney has gone completely crazy and is now merging results from the search. So, all right, back to you, Ken. All right. Well, how about we take a look at uh, what we are going to be playing next week? Uh, and I don't think we're going to get it because. Because Curtis isn't here to guess for us. I'm not sure a lot of people will recognize the game. Kieran okay, will. So mm -hmm. first off, we are playing Popstar Pop Pilot for one more week. Oh. So that wasn't no, the guess. That that's, was easy. that's not a guess. That would be easy. That would have been mm -hmm. easy. The name's right there. I'd like, I got it. 
I think uh, I know what it is. And this is our game for the next two weeks. Oh. It's it almost looks like Xevious. It's called Region Epsilon. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of yeah. similar. Planet no, Giotto. <laughs> Planet Gelato. <laughs> so yeah. that game, because that. Curtis isn't here to guess. I know right now Kieran is in the audience. Sixy is going, I know, I know, I know. Rick's He's trying not. to escape. <laughs> Getting away, get him. We are playing Lucifer's Kingdom. Right. Oh, now, never even heard of that. There one. is a tape version of it on the um, archive, but it's a little hard to load because you can't have your disk drive or anything hooked up because it uh, loads into the part where the DOS is added for the disk drive. So, um, what uh, Sixy has done is he's made a disk version of it, and I'll post that in the Discord channel. I'll uh, pin it in the channel so that you can get it from there. So, yeah, then you can just load it like a normal disc. Or you can attempt to load it from the cassette file, which I never did get actually working. So so is this a double speed poke game? Uh, it runs pretty good as it is. So I don't know if you'd want to double speed poke it or whether it is already maybe. Okay, so it's shoot 'em up week. We've got Popstar Pilot and a shoot 'em up called Lucifer's Kingdom. Yes. Nice. I'm about to get out my gamester for this one. So all of you uh things that like blowing things up, there you go. Yeah, I'm on call at work. I want to blow stuff up. Of course it <laughs> itself up, which is why I keep getting calls. <laughs> and where is the uh disc image? I haven't posted it yet. Oh, it's unlisted. Well, it's actually, if you look through the conversation that I was having with uh, Sixie in the um, uh, general yeah. game posts, it's actually in there. But I'll put it in the Game On Challenge uh, channel and post it there. So is this an analog stick or a digital stick kind of game? Or keyboard? Um, I don't know. I was playing it with the uh, Deluxe on my Coco 3, so... I didn't try it with a digital. I guess we'll have to, somebody will have to test that out and find out. <laughs> we'll find out by Thursday. Oh, 60 says, interestingly, it shares a feature with Popstar Pilot too. You have to collect a certain amount of tokens or crystals to proceed from region to region. I've never made it out of region one, so I did not know that. You get get a crystal, crystal, shoot the flashing C to uncover it, and then fly over it. So it looks a little like Sinistar on that one. I played it a bit, and it is a... I Hopefully, people will find it a fun game. I know 60 has been after me for a while to get it onto the Game on Challenge, so here it is. So is this your Donkey Monkey Rebound game? I'm hoping. <laughs> so play this game, have a lot of fun, and forget about Donkey Monkey. And if people get as frustrated with this game as they were with Donkey Monkey, it's all Sixy's fault. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Run, Sixy. <laughs> See, you've been thrown under the bus. 
Yeah, but he lives in Europe, so I think he doesn't have to worry about getting uh, lynched at Coco Fest. So there he would have been thrown under the lorry? Yes. <laughs> a route master. <laughs> no, it's a good game. I think people will have fun with it, and it, I think it's one that not a lot of people have played. So They have those double-decker buses there, though. That's getting thrown under something serious. We have those in Vancouver, too. Well, in Victoria. All right. Well, that is that for the uh, game on challenge. <laughs> Rob Inman says, I'm starting a GoFundMe for Brian Walsh to pay for medical expenses associated with donkey monkey exposure. Nice. <laughs> is there going to be a class action? <laughs> is it going to be like all those Camp Lejeune commercials I keep seeing? Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's spam. All right, uh, so um, I, I think maybe Mark B stepped away for a moment. So yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say I can uh, just go straight on into the game on or the game game news, if you I would was, like. Let's take our uh, uh, PSA commercial break, and then yes, so I can get coffee. That. Yep. Cool. <laughs> The Coco Nation Show is an unscripted, live, and interactive broadcast. Anything can and will happen. The views and opinions expressed by members of the panel and the live audience are their own, and not necessarily those of the Coco Nation Show, its sponsors, affiliates, or subsidiaries. Open minds are encouraged, and a sense of humor is recommended. Thank you for being a part of the Coco Nation. The Cocoa Nation Show would like to thank the following patrons. Alex Geyer, Brendan Donahue, Brian Weasler, Dainty's Hideaway, Don Barber, Eric Canales, Glenn Hewlett, Grant Leedy, Henry Strickland, Justin Larson, Ken Reichard, Mike Rayburn, Patrick Euland, Paul Fiscarelli, Paul Shoemaker, R. Allen Murphy, Retro Tech Time, Rob Inman, Rocky Hill, Steve Batson, Terry Stege, Tom C., Tom Gunderson, Tom S., Tony C., and William A. Thing. Thank you so much, patrons. Welcome to everybody's favorite segment, Who's New to Discord? Maiden Ariana says, My first name is actually Ariana. My retro collection includes an Apple IIe, an Atari 800XL, a Commodore VIC-20, a 64K Coco 2, Timex Sinclair 1000, Atari 2600, Sega Genesis, and a wall of PCs loaded with Windows, XP, 2000, 98 dual boot with DOS 6.22 etc., and a Roland Sound canvas for MIDI music. I am looking for being more plugged into what is going on in the community and sharing in some of the wonderful projects people are doing. Interesting fact, I produce and host a weekly talk show for the PC Game Star Citizen on Twitch. The previous bios were edited for time. Thanks to, Boys in Tech, Cruise Mongers, Glenside Computer Club, Nightbeard, Paul Fiscarelli, Paul Shoemaker, Tandy Color Computer 3, and the Coco Nation patrons for boosting the server. Please consider joining Discord and visiting the welcome section to read these bios in full and see what the community has to offer.
Just go to discord.thecoconation.com. Because cocoing is better together. Hi, I'm Terry Stegge from Retro Tech Time and the Tandy Shack, and you're watching The Coco Nation, the world's first live and interactive talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer and its hardware cousins. From the makers of the Switcheroo. Wallaby Cable, Color Computer 3 Dual RGB Cable. Get yours today at cocoman.biz. In 1988, a scandal rocked the color computer community. Well, the other Canadian's not here, so I guess I have to do this. Hmm. It's a short uh, news thing on the uh, Game On News tonight, or this afternoon, or this morning, or wherever you're living. Um, Let's see here. Your substitute Canadian. Yep, (laughs) that would be me. Ken Waters. Okay, uh, share sound. Got to make sure I do this properly. News broadcast. (laughs) okay so our first story is believe it or not jim gary ported (laughs) a game to the uh, really did he no how this is this is a first (laughs) i know i was shocked to find out this was first on the docket here that uh this is a type in basic program originally by esteban v 
Aguilar Jr., I guess is his name, uh, originally published in Compute Magazine from June of 1983, and uh, it was for the VIC-20, and this is called Hawkman of Drindrin. And I'll just... Now, can we have Mark Bosley pronounce those names, please? Yes. <laughs> so... I don't know how the volume is coming through on this. Fine. We'll make it up in volume. <laughs> so you're the little Y up arrow there, and you've got to collect the uh, O's on the ground and avoid getting hit by anything and shoot the X's, as I guess is what you're doing in this game. And you've got a energy and score at the top. And yeah, so I have not seen the I haven't seen the Vic twenty version of this, so I don't know how this is compared to that. But it's kind of wild to get the wraparound screen on this. Yeah, I don't really see that on a lot of the games. I guess. So uh, yeah, that was a new one by Jim Gary, and he also. Did a uh, Jim Rummy for the uh, MC10. Now, I don't know how to play Jim Rummy, so I don't know what's going on in this video mm -hmm. at all. But for those of you that uh, um, are interested in Jim Rummy, you can now play it on your MC10. This was originally by Manhattan Software in 1980 for the TRS-80 models 1 and 3. So... Now you can play it on your MC-10. So is he getting these out of old magazines and transcoding them for the Cocoa? Is that what's going on? Um, I yes. guess he must be, yeah. He gets them out of everywhere. He's found stuff off of the Internet Archive, magazines, old type-in books. Uh, there's mm -hmm. one that he found just a GIF image of someone playing it on a machine in Japan. And he went and tracked down someone to translate the thing and figure out what the words that were in <laughs> wow. it were. Yeah, there's uh, there's probably not an end of the internet. He hasn't overturned the rock of looking for games to port. <laughs> yeah, so he's often quite busy at doing this. So he has a... He, and uh, for those of you like Sloopy that now have the uh, MCX32 SD... You can put all of Jim's games on there and play them to your heart's content on real hardware. <clears throat> we'll be expecting a report, Sloopy. Yep. <laughs> so our next story is Erico put up a video showing his work so far on a program that he wants to, um, I guess, whittle down to make a basic 10-liner for the basic 10 liner contest. Now it's a game called, it came from the West and the video. Uh, yeah. It's basically a zombie survival game. We are looking at a top down view of a city area. You are the orange dot by the side of the purple Ferrari, which is your car. The other red dots you see around are normal humans going about their business. And you have the buildings, and the white dots are entrances to those buildings. 
the green dude you see up there is a zombie. It's the kind of guy I have to run away from. So your mission is to go through 10 city areas, always following the road. So is this also known as an evening downtown? But you have P01, that's <laughs> Downtown Vancouver. Together with you. And then you have S for supplies, that's your food. A is ammunition. And then you have K for master keys. And finally you have fuel, yes, right, for your car. These resources are not enough to actually go through 10 cities. We might have to go looting. So let's go. First. So that's an interesting little thing. So um, when uh, Curtis puts these up on the uh, Discord, you can check this video out. He hasn't put up the links yet because, you know, he's away today. So, but uh, I'll be interested to see what he can do with this program to make it into a 10-liner. So, I'm guessing uh, the music isn't part of it. No, that's <laughs> something from his video. Um, but uh, basically what you're doing is you're getting into your car, you're going to drive along the road, and all the little places where there's white dots, those are uh, doors that you can go into and find supplies. So let's just move forward here a little bit. There. Now before we leave this area... We might have time to take a look. First, I'm gonna save this guy here. Yes. See now, I have. So you can save people, the red ones, before they get turned into zombies. Try to kill you. Try to open this door. So you go in through the doors, and you'll find. You can sometimes find stuff in them. Supplies are very important. It's a good thing I'm not racking them up right away. Okay, there's a chance I might be. So it's a pretty interesting little um, low res game there. So. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what he'll be able to do with it to make it into a 10-liner. Right? That's, uh, that's a lot of stuff to pack into 10 lines. Yeah. Uh, he'll have to do some sort of a cut-down of it, for sure. But, yeah, it'll be, as I said, interesting. Actually, I'm kind of interested in just trying this game, too. If there is that. And the next one is Chronologically Gaming has been busy this week with uh, some Coco stuff. And if you don't know who he is, he does a live Twitch stream every night, Monday through Friday, um, where he's covering games chronologically. And I believe right now he's in 1981. So uh, he covered a few this week of the Color Computer. Including, uh, all right, our next color game cubes. is color cues for the TRS 80 color computer. This one is on cartridge, so love this. Was all in one night, he did color cubes at the box for color. And our next game is color invaders. Color invaders, I guess, back in 1981, they've a lot of the games were uh, color something. We have no other information besides this screenshot, so we're just gonna pop in and play. Let's see what Color Invaders is like on the Coco. So Color Invaders, of course, if you don't know, that's a uh, Space Invaders type game. And then there's Color Space Invaders. Not the same game. ...of computers, and it's only going to get more and more. The, the Make sure... So... Yeah, nothing from those. That one, and then... 
and the larger one as followed by color space traders cartels and so, well, he did four games for the color computer all in a row the opening sequence okay who's playing space traders we'll do two people are playing space traders what and is name? on another night of his broadcast he covered one more color computer game now going to the TRS-80. No, Let's conflict. check out what's new on the Coco. This is Conflict, and we don't have a lot of info for this one. We can see that we only have a screenshot. So let's pop in and play some Conflict. So a little screenshot from that game. You did not control that colony. Continue. No. Well, I want to control it then. How do we distribute? So let's these are all attacking. Yeah, 1981 and, uh, games for the five. color computer. So it's interesting it's to four. watch his... Uh, so I'm trying to attack... It's interesting to watch his uh, program because he does go through chronologically of everything and he covers all of the games and the computer systems and arcades and everything from the time. So you really get to s compare what came out on the Coco to what came out on the Atari to what came out on the other systems, VIC-20 at the time. So, And that is all there is in the Game On News. Okay. Wakey, wakey. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't that long. You didn't have time to fall asleep. How dare you interrupt nap time? Really? And now what? <laughs> <laughs> no one to do the news? I like how Tom Eric Gunderson says that uh, that game that Eric was working on is like The Last of Us for the Coco. <laughs> <laughs> yes, suddenly there was not even a news uh, summary this week. So. Yeah, um, I could actually post this. I've got this uh, news summary. I can post it in the uh, Discord. So, okay. The problem is, no one can fake uh, Curtis's newscast because we don't even have a script. <laughs> yeah no talent no script what are we gonna do so we're we're carrying the news over till next week when curtis will be back so um get ready for a good nap time next week <laughs> ken didn't you do something good this week oh yeah i guess i did um i just give me a second to cue that up No, talk amongst yourselves. I'm just loading something up here. Because <laughs> the podcast people are wondering, okay, did my computer <laughs> break? Yeah. Here, let's talk about my new project. Gotta wait for the ad to finish. It's like my local radio station. Uh, they, For some reason, whoever runs their board has absolutely no sense of timing whatsoever. <laughs> we, we either get overlapping... Uh, uh, items or two minutes of dead air before the top of the hour. <laughs> okay, I'm well, ready to... Like the, Co like the oh. Coco, our show doesn't have a real-time clock, so... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You're correct, sir. So, I will just quickly share this news story with you that probably uh, Curtis will cover again next week, but... Um... So I released a video this week that is basically an introduction to your Color Computer 3. 
um, showing around the uh, outside of the computer, what it, how it's different from the Coco 1 and 2, and then uh, showing the inside of the computer, and where the magic happens. Where the magic happens, and different ways that you can hook this one up that are different from how you can hook up the Coco 1 and 2 up to your TV sets, modern and whatnot including um, somebody might know this product that we're showing one. off in the video. It's a, a switchy Rui or something. Something Australian. Yeah, yeah some, I think you get those from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so Now, if only they could combine the two products together and have a Y cable on there as well as the switcheroo, all on the same cable, you know, an extra plug. So there's that. And then I also um, was pointed out to me in my Coco 1 and 2 video that one of the things I completely forgot about uh, showing off for how to get games loaded onto your computer was game cartridges. So I had to pull out a few game cartridges mm -hmm. to show off. Thank you have a nice collection. Oh, that's not even half my collection. No. Let me guess. It was Mr. Dave. Interesting uh, holder. Yeah, that's uh, used to be uh, when I had my uh, coffee shop. It was a chocolate bar holder. <laughs> yeah, Mr. B Dave pointed out that slight. Um, was it Mr. Dave that pointed that out? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, um, I don't, I'd have to look back in the. Uh, I'd have to look back in the um, comments. Uh, comments. But, uh, yeah, it was pointed out to me that I forgot that. So I included it in this video. So you can check that out on my YouTube channel, Canadian Retro Things. This sounds like a big self-serving commercial. Absolutely. <laughs> if, if, if you're going to let me talk, I'm going to self-serve. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. Cocoman.biz. I don't know. Canadian mm -hmm. retro things on YouTube. Uh, ComputerConnect.com. Uh, we would never do anything like that. This hour's been brought to you by WeFax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's Rick, see. You're next. <laughs> don't forget to <laughs> don't forget to visit Greaseweasel. <laughs> ah, there's my drink. <laughs> So, uh, so in the chat, a couple things here on uh, uh, Coco Living is asking about running VCC on Linux using Wine. Sometimes the status bar at the bottom starts flickering. Um, actually, were we kind of seeing that same issue with the uh, Popstar game on VCC? Uh -huh. Or uh -huh. this is totally a different thing? I think uh -huh. this is different. He's talking about the status bar at the bottom of VCC. Yeah. Oh, when I'm on Linux, I don't use VCC. I use OVCC. Right, the question is, does VCC do that in Windows? I don't think so. I've never yeah, seen I've not noticed it. I haven't noticed it. Okay. And let's see. Faven Sharon. How did you forget the cart? You almost lost a subscriber there. <laughs> I think I almost lost a couple. <laughs> uh, 
Okay. Um, anything else going on? What are we going to do with the rest of the afternoon? Can't believe there are no acquisitions. I did uh, have an acquisition. Oh, we yeah, had one, we that, but that's yeah. still. <laughs> and Ron hasn't even posted anything on Facebook to show us? Been a slow yeah. week. No Ron's garage? What's going on? <laughs> no, you guys can go to my uh, group there and uh, which one? All the goodies, <laughs> but uh, not today on the show. I'm waiting for the landscaper to come. I have to tear out of here just as soon as he shows up. So I can't I really do it. anything. Yep. This week was Valentine's week. Yeah. Everyone had some other things that they had to do. I got one of these, but it's pretty unrelated. What is it? It's a Nintendo Switch Lite. Ah. I was hoping to be able to... I'm so sorry, Slippy. I was hoping to be able to run a, a, a Cocoa emulator on it. Um, right. Oh. But evidently it can't. I have to run this garbage. Well, <laughs> you said you have a Nintendo Come Switch Lite. I have a Lite. Actually, I've got <laughs> two of them. Wow. Wow. I told my uh, children that I wanted one and. My daughter, well, actually, my daughter gave me hers a while back, but I was talking to my son and I asked him for the uh, Mario Kart 8. And he goes, Oh, you can have my Switch also. I don't use it anymore. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, and I guess also, uh, Buck Owens, sorry, Slippy, uh, but, um, just wanted to point this out real quick while it's in my mind. Buck Owens was pointing out that right now, over on the Amigos Retro, <clears throat> retro Gaming channel, they are doing. Amigathon for the uh, children's network or children's uh, well, that answers fundraiser. The question. That answers the question what we need to be doing the rest of the day. There you yeah. go. Then maybe we should have our Twitch uh, viewers uh, raid uh, that channel. Okay. If anyone, thought... if anyone knows how to do that. Right. That's the question. Oh, dear. I don't know if case... we can do it when we're multi-streaming like this. Sure, but only only the Twitch viewers would uh, would go over there. But somebody has to be right in the uh, Twitch. Uh, yep. Whoever signed in. Yep. And Terry is. Uh, we're not sure what he's doing. Uh, he I muted. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I never know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, you just just caught us. We're about to actually probably end the show since. Uh, oh, it's everyone's the news favorite was short segment. Today. <laughs> everyone's favorite segment. Well, yeah. look look like one of our better shows. <laughs> Certainly concise. Right well, to the if point. Can, if we can say one thing about it. <laughs> it was short. <laughs> hey, we made it over an hour. <laughs> oh, let me. Oh, let it me just go goes to show how much. Um, Curtis is uh, right. part of the show. Contribution. <laughs> yeah. How much? How much of this is Curtis's contribution? If yeah, there was we, ever any we, question, we used them heavily. Me All right. Well, let me go ahead and run the outro. I, I'm a little. Con yeah? I was a little concerned that maybe FedEx and UPS were broken down. If Ryan didn't have a long, uh, uh, what do you call it? Acquisition section. 
Yeah. Uh, Brian's got his CDL now. He just goes and he just gets the big rig and go gets it. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Let me let me run the let me run the outro then. This concludes another episode of the Coco Nation, the world's leading live interactive talk show featuring the Tandy Color Computer. For all things The Coco Nation, visit us on the web at thecoconation.com. We'd love to hear from you. Send feedback, suggestions, even segments via email to show at thecoconation.com. The Coco Nation show would not exist without the community and its cast and crew. The Coco Nation theme song copyright 2022 D. Bruce Moore. Mixed, mastered, and produced by D. Bruce Moore. The Coco Nation is over. Join us on the Coco Discord server. Coco forever. Well, that's about it. David Lord? Oh, just getting here? Well, you just got here in time for the outro. (laughs) (laughs) Just in time to move the slider back an hour. That's right. So don't forget Amigathon. Uh, That's probably where everyone ought to head over and have some fun. Yeah, and anyone in Twitch, Twitch, Amigos, let me spell it right, Amigos. Retro gaming. Anyone that's in the uh, Twitch will automatically go there when we are done. Ooh. So, yeah, because I think we co-host them. Well, no, I'm I'm doing a raid into there. Ah, I think. <laughs> okay, we'll see if it works. Yep. We'll see where we end up. We 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 may end up somewhere else. Who yep. knows? <laughs> we may end up like a flower pot in a sperm whale. We may end up just showing cat videos. We're not sure yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amigos Retro Gaming. Okay. So, anyways, right. bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Five, four, three.